With your host, Connor Nolan. Week six upon us. Five weeks down. Six, I guess, including week zero. But, man, does this go by fast? Unfortunately, I mean, this is every Saturday. You have like something to look forward to. But I think it's like, I forget how many days of straight football it is now that we're getting Tuesday games. We get Wednesday games. We get Thursday games. We get Friday games and Saturdays. Unfortunately, some of the Saturday games you just start to see dwindle down now that so many during the week games are going on. So not as action-packed of Saturdays as it usually is, which is okay. You're just looking for marquee matchups. Some of those uh, other games like, I don't know, game we got on right now, Louisiana Tech versus Western Kentucky. Usually I won't watch that on a Saturday. Maybe flip them on a Wednesday or something like that. But uh, seeing a lot of it stretched out. Cross will start getting action on Tuesdays, always fun. But uh, just a lot of a lot of college football going on here. A lot of plays coming out. Lost the one last night, unfortunately. Um, New Mexico State against uh, Florida International took Florida International plus seven and good game up until the fourth quarter. Then New Mexico State just decided to pull away. I think they scored seventeen or twenty-one points in the fourth quarter that just pushed them ahead and. They were able to cover. I think it was 21 points they had in the fourth. But that was a tough loss. Um, but before we dive into week six uh, picks, recap recap uh, week five real quick. Um, Friday night was a good one. Uh, pushed this one, but Louisville minus three against uh, NC State at NC State. NC State led by 10 at the half. Louisville scores 13 unanswered points to win and give us the push in the second half. Louisville looking all right. I mean, NC State's defense isn't bad. Um, now, Louisville's going to have to test against Notre Dame. I wanted to pick Notre Dame this week, honestly, again, but they've just been looking shaky lately. I, I got to see them here. I think um, I think they'll be able to stop Louisville, honestly, and uh, cover this line. But I'm going to stay away. If it was more like three or four, I'd definitely go Notre Dame. But six is, um, I don't know, it's pushing a little bit to me. Um, Oregon State. Uh, minus three versus Utah. I like this one a lot. This was a two-unit winner for us. Um, Utah traveling away from home, zero offense. I mean, they're just they can't get anything going on that side of the ball, and uh, they really need rising. They're hurting without them. They're just not the same team. Playing away from home it doesn't help either. Um, Oregon State was just in control this whole game, one twenty-one to seven. But I mean, it it feels like it was a blowout. Utah wasn't even in that game. Uh, that gave us the two-unit winner. Then the late night game on Friday, BYU plus two versus Cincinnati. Don't know why Cincinnati was favored, honestly. They're not good. Um, Emory Jones, just not a good quarterback for them. Playing away from home in Provo, never an easy place to play. I just I don't even know how that was a thing. Um, but I did win a parlay here. 
Louisville money line, Oregon State money line, and BYU money line, which was a nice payout. I think that was like plus three or four hundred, which was nice. Um, then moved into Saturday. Didn't have as good as a day, but uh, Utah State versus UConn. Back and forth in this one. Utah got up. I mean, UConn got up early. Looked like uh, Utah State was uh, going to cover at the end, uh, but gave up a late TD to UConn, and they just needed the uh, extra point just to tie it. And, of course, Utah State just blocks it, and uh, they win by one and don't cover. So that was a tough one. Uh, Colorado hosted USC plus 22. Back and forth in this one, too. Uh, USC is typically in control. I mean, had a couple late scores. Colorado had a couple late scores to make it closer than it was. Just brought it within seven. Uh, but they got the cover overall. Gave us the one-unit cover, or the one-unit win on that. Um, Kansas plus 17 at Texas. And this one was just stupid. Starting quarterback for Kansas, Jalen Daniels, uh, last minute scratch, literally like five or ten minutes before the game. Line didn't reflect that. It's just stupid. I mean, uh, the college with the injuries is so hard to find. There's no, like, solid injury report until, like, the day of. It's so dumb. I mean, if you're going to be able to put money on a game, you should be able to – I mean, it should be, a lot of it should be public information, especially injuries. You should know what's going on. But, uh, you know, unfortunately, he's out. They definitely had no chance in that one. It kept it close for a little bit in the first half, and then the second half, Texas just took over. Uh, lost one unit on that one. South Alabama at James Madison. Uh, South Alabama just got down early and couldn't get out of the hole. They dug themselves in. Um, made it interesting late in the game, but ended up coming away with the loss and couldn't even cover on this one. Uh, JMU goes to 5-0 and in uh, FBS right now. Impressive for them. Uh, LSU versus Ole Miss, and LSU leading most of the game until the end. Uh, apparently, they just don't play much of any defense. Uh, 21 points for Ole Miss in the fourth quarter. That put them over and uh, ended up covering. Uh, lose one unit on that one as well. Uh, last game for that day was uh, Notre Dame at Duke. Um, minus five and a half for Notre Dame. Uh, down late uh, in field goal range. Um then they broke a run play for a touchdown, and then the nice two-point conversion for the cover for uh, get them up seven. So got a little lucky with that one, but we'll take it. Sometimes you get good luck, bad luck. It's a give or take. Uh, but week five overall was four and four with uh, the push and up one unit because of that two-unit winner on the Beavers. So still positive, still positive. That's why we want to keep it. Uh, rolling into week six picks, a um, couple Thursday night games, Friday night games. I'm not going to touch them. Uh, the Friday night game, uh, the one looks okay. The Kansas State, Oklahoma State, I do like Kansas State. They could put up points, but 12 points in Stillwater, it's, I don't think they're any good, but I just can't do it right now. Um, but we're rolling to Saturday, and course the game everybody's been waiting for uh the biggest rivalry um you know rounds really in college football um wisconsin versus Rutgers. no i'm just kidding we got that red river shootout uh, or showdown whatever the fuck these libs call it these days so people don't you know go on shooting sprees because that's what's gonna that's what's gonna make them go on shooting sprees but texas minus six versus oklahoma um 
Still an exciting time at the uh, old Cotton Bowl Stadium in Dallas, Texas. One of the biggest, greatest rivalries in sports comes to us on Saturday. Both teams with a somewhat easy schedule after they play each other. So, honestly, they could be playing for the college football playoff ticket on this one, uh, especially Texas. Both teams haven't played against much. Big 12, I mean, Texas has had Bama, but, um, you know, Milroy still getting the... Uh, Still getting used to college football. I wouldn't say that was Bama at their best, especially that watching them the next week at South Florida was just atrocious. But um, Big 12 isn't exactly the most elite conference this year either for Texas and Oklahoma. Uh, seen teams could put up a fight, but others just flat out stink. Uh, coming into this one, Ewers and Gabriel, quarter, quarterbacks for both teams, uh, been playing like quality talent as well as their defenses. Uh, I think this that comes as the biggest surprise compared to the Sooners' defense from a season ago when they lost 49 nothing in the same matchup. Uh, so Texas, I mean, the Sooners will definitely be looking for revenge. They don't want to get embarrassed like last year. That was bad. Um, they'll have their work cut out for them this year, though. But Venables uh, definitely has this defense much improved, getting some uh, of some of his guys in, getting used to the system. And, you know, playing on these big stage games, he's definitely getting them uh, more and more ready. Uh, I think this one will be close throughout the game. Uh, historically, these games always back and forth, and at least one team, if not both, score a shit ton of points. Um, over under set at 60, and would go over here just because based on historically like what these teams do, uh, both have good quarterbacks, but both also have good defenses this year, so it should be a really good game, honestly. Um well, like I said, I think the Sooners will keep it close to the majority of the game, but I honestly t- think Texas is just too good and there's too much talent on their end that they're just going to run away with this one late, and I think they'll still get that cover. Maybe they'll get like a late touchdown, and then maybe like uh, Oklahoma comes down for a garbage touchdown, make it like a seven-point game right at that, but that's, that's honestly what I think. I think Oklahoma will win this by t- I mean, Texas will win this by a touchdown. Um, but Texas... Texas, the biggest thing they'll need to do is limit Tyler Gabriel and make sure no big plays. Um, you know, watching Oklahoma against Cincinnati, Cincinnati was able to stop them, no big plays, and they were in it for most of the time. Um, even though I think Cincinnati stinks, our offense showed that. Um, I think Texas can and will do this. Um, maybe give up a few tough ones, but I also see Longhorns having a high-scoring game uh, on offense this Saturday as well. Uh, Oklahoma definitely hasn't seen a quarterback like yours yet, so it'll be an exciting one. But I- I'm going Texas here, minus six for uh, one unit. Next game. Now, this is the rivalry I was talking about. You know, uh, Wisconsin taking on Rutgers in Wisconsin at Madison, minus 13 Wisconsin. Um, and honestly, I just don't get how this line is 13 points. I mean... We are talking about Rutgers away from home. This team has literally no offense. Good defense, honestly. I like their defense. I think it's legit. It, they could compete with top teams. But I can't imagine Gavin Wimsack keeping this one close. Uh, they'd have to have defensive touchdowns to do anything. But Wisconsin also coming off a bye and most likely the favorite to win the Big Ten West. Uh, this one, of the better teams in the Big Ten, uh, quarterback Tanner Mordecai is an experienced veteran quarterback and one of the better ones Rutgers will face this year. Um, I do love this Rutgers defense, limit Wisconsin's um, passing game, but the Rutgers offense is just going to be a three and out constantly, 
and it's putting more stress on the defense um, to just make plays, and it's just going to be a lot. I mean, once if you're constantly on the field, you're just going to get more tired. Wisconsin's definitely going to have win that time of possession battle, and I think that's just going to be the biggest deal. Is that they're just going to run those defense down pretty much like Michigan did, like Rutgers. Got out to that 7-0 lead. You know, defense is able to slow him down. But, I mean, offense just doesn't get anything going. You, you can't really do anything with that. But, um, yeah. I mean, it's tough to go against your own team. But I, that's how well I know them. I just don't think they have this one in them. I'll be rooting for them. But, you know, my money says where I put my money on says differently. I just think it's a smarter play. Um, maybe it'll be a one-score game at halftime, but I think Wisconsin's pulling away with this one. Uh, I'm going Wisconsin here, minus 13 for one unit. Washington State. No, I'm sorry. NC State hosting Marshall. 4-0 Marshall, uh, minus 6.5. Uh, you know, undefeated Marshall traveling to Raleigh, taking on the 3-2 and Wolfpack. Um, Marshall looking impressive so far, and NC State looking shaky as of late. Uh, but now Marshall traveling to an ACC team, which has, definitely has a whole field advantage, um, definitely a different animal than what they face so far. Uh, NC State's offense isn't the strongest by any means, but this defense is still good and could hold opponents. Uh, you saw them shut, at, shut down Louisville the entire first half uh, last week. It's just this offense can't produce any kind of big plays. Um Brandon Armstrong is literally the only person on this offense. Uh, he's having a really tough time. Doesn't have many receivers. The run game shit besides him. I think he leads the team with rushing. Uh, but now he's going against uh, not as good of an opponent. Uh, they are 4-0, but haven't played much of anyone uh, in Conference USA going against um, this year. I mean, and now they're going against an ACC school and at NC State. Uh, it just doesn't help Marshall's case, I don't think. Uh Marshall, good against the pass, too, but absolutely horrible against the run, which I think Armstrong is just going to take advantage of. I mean, the dude can run. If he doesn't see something open, he's going to be taken off, and this team just struggles with that. I mean, even I think the running game, they'll even give it to the running back. He'll have a day. Um, but I think uh, Armstrong will have a good game this one, using his legs a lot, maybe even open up that pass game a little bit because they have to put an extra guy on him, maybe a spy. But... Uh, I think NC State's defense is honestly just too strong. I don't think Marshall's going to do much of anything on offense. Uh, I like NC State here to cover that six and a half for one unit. <clears throat> Next game, Washington State's traveling UCLA. Nice little Pac-12 matchup. UCLA coming in as three-point favorites. Wazoo traveling. In Southern California, 3-1 and one Bruins. Um, coming off the bye week loss to Utah, 14-7 a week before that. Um, I think Chip Kelly is going to stick with the freshman quarterback more here. Uh, coming off a rough one against Utah, he did not look good at all. Um, put up some good passing yardage, but just made a ton of mistakes. Uh, he just was not comfortable in there. I mean, Utah's defense is legit. Playing in Salt Lake, it's, it's definitely never easy. But uh, now they'll be going up against a team with a much more highly powered offense. I mean, Utah would have blew them out if they had any kind of offense. Um, not as good as Utah on defense, but this Wazoo team is good. Um, they're ranked. Uh, only thing that scares me is playing in uh, uh, at UCLA. Um, you know, Pullman's definitely a different place to play. 
and Washington stay away from home. They've only played one away game so far, so it's kind of hard to tell, um, you know, how they'll uh, produce away. Uh, could be a different play- team playing away from Pullman. We'll see. Um, but with this just being a three-point spread and Wazoo being the underdogs, it's tough not to think something's fishy here, right? Uh, looks like they're just begging you to take Wazoo here, but UCLA hasn't played anyone yet, and teams they've played against and beat are mediocre at best, like San Diego State. I mean, there's nothing nothing special about them. Uh, I think UCLA will be good in the coming years, still young, getting used to Chip Kelly's offense. Moore looks like he'll be a good... Uh, good uh, quarterback in the coming de- uh, coming years. Uh, I don't think they're ready for Wazoo on this stage, to be honest, and I think it'll be a good back-and-forth game, but I see this one going to Wazoo- in Wazoo's favor. Uh, I like Cam Ward. Guy's on fire right now. I think he'll keep it up. Um, you know, he's been impressive. I think he's going to continue that, but uh, I'm taking Wazoo here, plus three for one unit. Another good one, SEC battle um, right after that uh, Red River shootout, you get uh, Alabama traveling to College Station, taking on Texas A&M, and uh, Alabama coming in as one-point favorites. So expect this one to be a good one. Um, taking on old Jimbo, Jimbo Fisher, uh, CBS Game of the Week at 3.30. Both teams need a win, but if I had to say, Bama is definitely in, more desperate, in a more desperate position to get one. Uh, both teams have really good defenses, uh, just somewhat suspect on offense. You never know what you're getting with Milrow right now. Um, guy likes to run a lot. Reminds me of like Jalen Hurts, who just constantly scrambling first in college. I mean, Jalen's a different player now when he's in uh, the NFL. But when you're constantly looking to run first, it's just you're you're it's literally turning everything into a broken play, and it's just ridiculous. I mean, there's a reason they're designed the way they are. Is so you can look, find the fucking guy, and throw it to him and not have to run your fucking balls off and try to escape pressure constantly. It just doesn't work. Uh, you could do that against shitty teams, but you're not doing that against every SEC team. But I do think Milrow last week showed doesn't he didn't make many mistakes. He stayed in the pocket here and there. Still was... Still ran a lot, had a good running game, but use those legs. I mean, they're probably the best part of his game is just being a scrambler. So use it, play it to your advantage. You know, don't make any dumb mistakes. Win the time of possession battle on this one. Um, you know, Bama has a good defense. I think they're going to limit A&M's offense. Uh, you know, A&M's offense is nothing to write home about. Um, it looks like Max Johnson is going to be their starting quarterback, and he's nothing special. I mean, they've been going between him and um, – the other guy, Wegman, and I mean, both of them are just interchangeable. They have their good days, they have their bad, they're just too streaky, and going against a good Bama defense, I think, I think they're in a tough spot here, honestly, you know, they are playing at the 12th man, definitely always helps, um, but Bama's coming, I mean, they're still a top team, I think, um, you know, they had a few light, shaky games early, but they're coming off a couple good wins against Ole Miss and uh, I think it was Arkansas last week. And they're definitely feeling good about themselves. That's, that's two good wins, especially after what Ole Miss did to LSU. Um, you know, I think, I think Bama's going to come away with this one and, uh, and take it to uh, Texas A&M, winning College Station. I'm going uh, Bama here for one unit. Uh, last game I'm going to play. 
Fresno traveling up to Laramie. This one is uh, Fresno State minus six. And, you know, it's never easy playing in Laramie. Um, Wyoming had a good win early on against Texas Tech. Um, you know, had a had a tough bat against Texas, but, uh, I mean, they played at Texas. It's not going to be easy. Texas number three team in the nation. Um, but this is a nice Mountain West battle. Fresno State definitely looking impressive so far. Undefeated, ranked 24th, uh, 1-0 in the uh, Mountain West. And, you know, Mountain West isn't as strong this year. They're definitely not. Fresno State's definitely the best team in there. Um, yeah, Air Force doesn't look bad either. <laughs> uh, they're undefeated as well. But uh, just traveling Laramie is going to be a tough one for them. Um, they uh, struggled a little bit with Eastern Washington. This is Fresno, by the way. And Nevada last week, I mean, Fresno defense is honestly almost the best part of this team. I mean, they, uh, they're holding teams to single digits. I mean, they shut out Arizona State, only gave up nine to the Wolfpack, Nevada. I mean, they're not any good, but still, I mean, it's still impressive holding teams to just nine points, and they scored all their points in the fourth quarter. Um, Fresno State's Mikey Keene looks very impressive. 14 touchdowns, four interceptions this, so far this year, and two of those interceptions came last week. So guys have been playing very well. Um, it will be tough traveling Laramie no doubt but I I just don't see how impressive this Wyoming team is I mean it's going to be a good crowd it's 8 p.m eastern time so was it six over there on Fox so you know a lot of people will be there it'll be definitely an exciting time for Wyoming they probably haven't had the primetime spotlight like this in a long time um you know they struggle with Appalachian State at home struggle with I mean Texas Tech was beating them. They came back. But Texas Tech doesn't even play well away from home either. They, I don't even think they've won on the road yet this year. Um, New Mexico, too, they struggled with a little bit. Ended up winning that one. Uh, you know, I just I just like Fresno in this spot. They, um, they look good. They're playing good. I don't see that. I really don't see that changing. And they still have one of the best win streaks in the country. I forget what it is coming in from last year. I think they're on... I think they're almost on like a 10 game win streak something like that maybe uh, even more so they definitely have that in their minds um yeah i'm taking fresno here give me that for one unit uh to cap that off so just saturday plays this week maybe i'll add a few but it's there's not as many games now that they're playing during uh, wednesday thursday and friday so and now you got your bye weeks but uh so not as many to pick from which is okay we all just want to stay positive every week but uh Again, picks Texas minus six, Wisconsin minus 13, NC State minus six and a half, Washington State plus three, uh, Alabama plus or minus one, and then Fresno State minus six. All for one unit. No two unit plays this week, unfortunately. I'm just not as confident this week, and I don't want to, I don't want to force anything because um, that's when it starts getting bad, and that's how you lose, honestly. But, uh, Hope you guys uh, enjoyed this week, week six, picks and analysis. Uh, subscribe, unsubscribe, subscribe again, leave a rating, uh, leave any comments on Twitter. It's all mu- very much appreciated. Uh, not getting too much love out there. Get the likes, but no comments, which is okay. But uh, just want to keep uh, in the positive, keep doing well, and uh, go from there. But uh, 
Appreciate you listening. Let's have another good positive week. Thanks.